I had a friend tell me the other day, he was like, dude, you know what I realized? He's like, actors, he's like, we don't get paid to act. We get paid to wait around because we'll act for free any day of the week. But really it's like, oh, you're doing a night shoot and I got to wait around four hours at 2 a.m. Yeah, yeah, I want to get paid for this. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon. So, did you have a good weekend, Jacob? Yeah, I did. I had a really good weekend. I was uh, helping a buddy out with a short film. So, yeah, pretty fun. Yeah, it was also football kickoff weekend. Do you care about football? Oh, you know what? I used to. Um, when I was in elementary school, I used to watch the Jets with my grandfather. And the Jets started absolutely sucking. And, yeah, I kind of stopped watching. <laughs> Yo. Uh, I lived in Philly for a long time and I didn't care about football until I moved to Philly. But if you don't know about football in Philly, you can't have a conversation with anyone on the street. That's the kind of place it is. So having a conversation kind of had to happen. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) So that's where that's where I uh, that's where I've got my love for the Eagles. What kind of short film are you working on? He's at USC. So it's like his big 310 thesis film. So, yeah, it was was pretty cool. Very fun. He's been wanting to go to USC forever. I've known him for a really, really long time, and he's finally there. So This is what actors do when they're not working. They do other work, and they act (laughs) on other days. (laughs) Yeah, I I had a friend tell me the other day, he was like, dude, you know what I realized? He's like, actors, he's like, we don't get paid to act. We get paid to wait around because we'll act for free any day of the week. But really, it's like, oh, you're doing a night shoot, and I got to wait around four hours at 2 a.m.? Yeah, yeah, I want to get paid for this. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of waiting around, right? Your your days are crazy, right? Your schedule is absolutely insane. It, yeah, it can be. Yeah, I'd say most of the time it depends on the day, but it's usually like an eight to twelve hour day. Every once in a while, there's like a fourteen or random sixteen hour day. So when you when you show up to like Cobra Cat, what do you have a trailer? You have your own trailer? Yes, I do have my own trailer. It's very nice. There's a little TV in there. It's perfect. Very nice. <laughs> It's a little TV. You describe it like it's a trailer from the 80s. It's even got a little television inside. You know, we've got this little thing. It works just great every once in a while. You hold the antenna just like this. Now, do you also, is it like with artists? Do you have like writers, like things you request to be in your trailer? (laughs) I don't, I don't think of, oh, you know what? I will say, I don't request anything in my trailer, but our uh, craft services people are amazing. Uh, Jen, she's the best. Um, she knows that I really, really like Uncrustables. And so every once in a while, she'll go and she'll sneak some Uncrustables. The peanut butter and jelly ones? Yeah, the peanut butter and jelly ones. Ah, they're fire. They're so they're good. They're so good. I know. They're so great. It's such a quick snack. I'm like, oh. So every once in a while, they'll be in my uh, in my trailer. And I'm always forever grateful for that. All these diva actors and actresses and superstars that request all these crazy you know, Evian waters and things. No, you want some, you, you have the culinary habits of a six-year-old. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I haven't, I, yeah, I haven't changed that much. Yo, do you wash it down with chocolate milk? That's the move. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> you're, you're, you're pinning me to a T. No, yeah, dude. I'm a big chocolate milk monster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it all. I have to. You've been acting for, do you, is there ever a time in your life you don't remember doing the job that you have now? Like, I feel like, <laughs> whole life right uh yeah i started young i started when i was five so there are very now, was that your parent did, was that your idea or were your parents like i really think you should try this <laughs> my uh neither of my parents were in the film industry my sister really really wanted to be an actress she would see kids on tv and she was like what the heck like i could do that like i want to do that <laughs> my parents were like oh yeah yeah okay like we don't know anyone in the film industry like this isn't gonna happen so they're like pushing it off 
Um, and she just kept bugging them, kept bugging them. And finally they're like, okay, fine. We'll look. So my mom sent Christmas cards to just like a couple agents. She like Googled it on like SAG after like, oh, agents in LA. And then a couple of them uh, responded. And this agency, Osbrink, who I was with for multiple, multiple years, I love them. They ended up picking up me, my brother and my sister. That's amazing. Yeah, pretty wild. What have you learned about the industry that you would have never known when you first got into it? Like, what's a part that people don't tell you? And you're like, I wish I could go back and tell my, oh, my know that. this piece of information. Be ready for rejection. That's that's probably, yeah, that was really hard as a little kid to be like, okay, it's down between you and one other person. Like, you know, you're getting close to this and then it going the other way. How do you recover? Because that would yeah. be so mentally effed up from that. I, it would take me months to, to recover. Yeah, like, it's, it's hard. You learn, at least for me, like I had to learn very quickly. And then from then on, you're like, hey, you know what? Sometimes things don't work out. When I book something, there's always a kid on the other side of the line. It's like, oh, I wish I would have got that role. Or <laughs> yeah. uh, What about the aspect of life where people are all up in your personal business? How are you with that? Because mm. you didn't, I think this is where people, uh, the public has a disconnect. Like you didn't sign up really to be a celebrity. You didn't want to be a celebrity. You want to be an actor. You have an art that you express yourself with. Uh, but along with that comes being a celebrity. But I think that, that the public expects that out of you. Does that get super annoying? You know what's interesting is I first started acting because um, I loved getting out of school. That was like the best <laughs> thing in the world. Because I would book something I'd, or have an audition and get to leave school for a while. Um, but then as I started growing up, I was like, wait, like I just genuinely really like doing this. Um, so it grew more into that. But I haven't felt that people expect anything of me until very recently. Like it wasn't until like Cobra Kai blew up. Um, and it was over the pandemic, so I wasn't seeing people all the time. And then once the pandemic, like it's kind of over and, you know, walking around more, it is kind of weird to have people walk up and it definitely feels like there's this expectation of like, oh, like I need to be on. So like they have like a really good experience and like they expect a bunch of pictures of me and like to FaceTime all of their friends and stuff. And yeah, yeah I don't know. It's you have days you just don't feel like talking to people. And, and how do you handle that? I definitely do. And the one thing that really pushes me to, I, I don't know, maybe this is the wrong way to go about it. I try to be nice to everybody because I, when I was maybe 11 or 12, I guest starred on an episode of iCarly and it was later in iCarly's run. And yep. I was a huge fan of the show at that age. And I just remember the cast of iCarly were just so cool to me. And you could tell there were some days they were filming where it's, you know, they were tired or whatever, but they always took like their time and every day to like talk to me or like hang out with me at crafty or whatever. And I was like, okay, if I ever meet someone I want, like, cause that made such an impression on me. I was like, I want to just kind of do that. Like I want to watch somebody like, Oh, I love the show. Da, da, da. And then they meet the person like, Hey, you know what? They're kind of a prick. I really hate that. person. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that would suck. So I try to, I don't think I've had any really bad experiences with the, well, I haven't had like a super bad fan interaction or anything. on so, the yeah. other side have you ever met a, a, a someone you really looked up to and they turned out to be a prick obviously i'm not going for a tablet <laughs> yeah right i'm not asking you um, to name any names but has that ever happened to you no i've actually i won't say who it is but i've actually met some people who have been known to be like the stereotypical like not super nice and they were yeah. super awesome so i don't know if i just like caught them on a on a good day or not i've been pretty lucky now that i'm thinking about it, i'm like yeah i actually haven't had like a really bad um time with anyone 
I'm kind of going through all the people that I've met in my head and I interview a lot of people and I can only think of one person I had a bad it experience was like- with. Uh, and then we caught up later and he apologized, said he's having a bad day, but it was, it was Pharrell. I'll tell you exactly who it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Who I'm such a fan of. Like, yeah. such no, a fan. Awesome, dude. but this was at a concert in front of people in sort of like the, uh, the entryway to the concert. So it was an interview on the radio in front of people. And he, he kept saying he didn't want to talk about anything but the album. And I was new in the business and yeah. I had my questions planned and everyone was <laughs> about something else. Yeah, so like, sticking to the rubric. I'm sorry, Mr. Williams. Uh. <laughs> but later we talked and, and, and we're all good. Um, That's cool that he so was I, able to admit that. That's pretty cool. So what can we talk about for season six? Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't even know if there's going to be a season six. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? There's going to be a season six. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, hey, season five. I keep forgetting that season five is out. Like, it feels like it was so long until, like, we had to wait, but. A lot season of people six. say it's the best season yet, man. Yeah, I, I, saw, I mean, I will say some of the fights are some of my favorite, like the um, the UG uh, – t- or sorry, I always say the real names uh, – Chosen Silver fight. You yeah. Know, that, that one thing was so awesome. Yeah. Um, season, six, season six, well, obviously, there's probably going to be a world tournament. I'm petitioning for there to be, like, a French Mohawk guy. And, like, Can I you have- do that? Can you petition the way you want it to look? Um. Not real. Like I can say, like, yo, you know what would be so cool is if this happened and this happened. Oh, I will say though, I don't know if I haven't asked them. I don't know if um they got this idea from me for me saying this, but in season like two or three, I was like super into anime, and I was like, guys, you have to do a tournament arc. Like it has to be multiple episodes of us at the tournament. That would be so cool. Anime does that all the time. And then for season four, they did like a two episode tournament thing, and I was like, oh. I wonder if uh wonder if they took my advice. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I, I love that. I didn't know you were able to do things like that. They definitely have like their formula that they come to us. Like there's always a sit down at the beginning and they're like, all right, you know, here's what happens this season for your character. Um, at the end of the season, Kenny's gonna beat you in a fight. And I remember looking at them, I was like, I'm really competitive with my character. I'm like, was Hawk poisoned? Like, how does this happen? Like, there's no way, you know, Kenny be talked like, no, no, we're making him be like a karate prodigy. And he's just silver bullet punch. I'm like, all right, okay, all right. I, I hate when my character loses. I'm so attached. I want him to win every single fight. What's the most challenging thing they've had you do uh, in the series? Like, you're like, oh, this is really going to test my acting skills this time around. I think losing to people that I don't think I should lose to. I think that's that's probably one of the, it's hard to like not stop my fist, you know, honestly, one of the hardest things just conceptually, like from my character's mindset was going back to the good side. Mm -hmm. When I first go back to Miyagi-Do and I'm like, all right, I switched teams at the the LaRusso fight. Um, I had a really hard time believing that, or convincing myself that my character would do that because I had like just broken my best friend's arm. I had like sent some dude into a coma. I trashed Miyagi-Do. I stole the metal. Like all of the things in my head were like, you are bad. You are not good enough to be around these people. Like you're just hit sack. Like, you know, you're part of it. You're, you're in the trenches of where you're supposed to be, you know? And that was like a lot of what I was telling myself, like throughout the seasons of like, Hey, you know what? You're where you're supposed to be. Like, this is what you're doing. Like, this is what you're about. And it was hard almost to drop that insecurity of like 
you're a bad person. You constantly mess up and be open to like, hey, you know what? I do have friends that love me. I messed up. I need to own up to this. Because that's a really big decision to make for like a 16-year-old, you know? That that was a hard thing for me to do. It seems like part of acting is you're constantly having to play mind games with yourself to get yourself in the right frame of mind to do some of these things. How did you get around that in your mind? I had to find like where I was making the decision of like, okay, like where is this really rooted from? And the biggest thing for Cobra Kai, for me at least when, you know, Hawk is in Cobra Kai in season three is the people who he's surrounded with, like he just really doesn't gel with like Cobra Kai is his identity, but he doesn't like everyone around him. He just kind of hates. And he sort of sees like, you know, all of his friends on the other side of the aisle. And he's like, like, ugh. Like he has, you know, he has all this inner turmoil. And I think it was coming in terms of like, hey, I need to be with my binary brother. I need to be with, you know, Miggy. I need to be with these people who actually love me and care for me. And like, I think it was a very uh, soul searching, like grinding moment for him. Like when I was a kid, I, I got bullied a lot. And I would, it was sort of like, I would hang out with a lot of the athletic kids. And those are all the kids who are messing with me all the time. And I'd be like, I just can't like leave this friend group because- like this is the friend group. Like these are all the popular kids. Like I don't know what to do. And you made the decision to hang out with the popular kids that picked on you rather than hang out with maybe a little more people. dorky crowd that would yeah. not have picked on you that way just because you wanted to be associated with cool people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I ended up doing. Yeah. I ended up just like changing tables and sitting with some nerdy kids. And that was my friend group, like all through high school. <laughs> all right. Five random questions. Number one, what is the last song you turned up really loud? I think Dancing in the Moonlight. Why did you turn that up really loud? Uh, I don't know. I was just driving in the car really late. I was like, Dancing in the Moonlight. What about, what is your, uh, I don't know if you drink alcohol or not, but what's your go-to cocktail? I never know what to get, so I usually just order an old-fashioned. What's your favorite junk food? I love Funyuns. You live on Funyuns, Uncrustables, and chocolate milk. Yeah, I mean, I really, yeah, shoot. That's how you got it. That's how you get the hawk body. What's your dream role? My dream job ever since I was like in first grade was to be a bank robber. So that's that'd definitely be a dream role for me is to play a, a bank robber. Oh. But if you could spend one night with the fictional character of your choice, who would it be and why? I would love to hang out with the main character from Spirited Away and go to the sort of like afterworld uh, place that she gets to go to. You guys should check out that movie. It's pretty cool. I, I, there are follow-up questions that I sh- I'm not going to ask, but I, I, <laughs> I'm picturing this is a date of some kind. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're yeah, like, yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm about to move. I don't know. Well, Cobra Kai is incredible, man. Thank you for your time. Really, really appreciate it. Everyone's so excited to have you on the show. Oh, dude, totally, man. I appreciate it. Have a good one. The OHP Uncut Podcast with Cannon.